Matt Wright, and Spike Cohen. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard for... Fuck, I forgot what it's called. For Spike, the Degree 6 Zoosexual Cohen, I am the Matt... What? Degree 6 Zoosexual Cohen. Oh, I yeah. I am <laughs> Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. So imagine... Being attracted to women. <laughs> but the way that you are now, or if you're a woman attracted to men, or if we're really whatever you're attracted to. Imagine being attracted to whomever you are attracted to, uh, whatever gender or genders uh, that you're attracted to now. But they don't exist. So let's just say for the sake of argument, you, you're, love, you, you're attracted to women, uh, both sexually and romantically. And they don't exist. There are no women. They all went extinct long ago. And you you can't, you know, the, the you'll never be able to love a woman in real life because there, there are none. But it's actually worse than that because everyone thinks it's really weird that you are in love with a woman uh, because they're not around. And it's like, why would you be in love with a woman? No one else is in love with a woman. And it gets even worse than that. Because, um, because uh, no one else has this attraction that you have, all of the pictures of women uh, are all completely non-sexual. Like, they're just pictures of women. Like, this is what a woman used to look like. And, you know, it's just like a, just a general picture of a woman. Like, oh, I'm a woman. And, 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 you know, and so you can't even have any kind of, like, you know, anything... Uh, sexual to look at of women that's what it's like being attracted exclusively to tyrannosaurus rexes <laughs> thanks so much for joining this muddy waters media production uh be sure to check us out on all podcasting platforms all social media platforms uh however you are listening to this or watching this uh be sure to share it like it subscribe to it uh, do all, however you can be a part of this, continue to be a part of it. Uh, if it is on uh, YouTube, don't just subscribe. Hit the little bell. We want your phone to explode with notifications every single time we go live. And of course, be sure to share this right now. Share, share, share. Like, like, like. Comment, comment, comment. Like other people's comments. Comment on other people's comments and like their comments. And get them to like your comments. And uh, give the gift of Muddy Waters today. Kids love it. Kids love it. First and foremost, allow me to thank the wonderful and fine person, Benjamin Daniel Chess, Benjamin Daniel Morris Chestnut, the thirty seventh for the cava wow. I am drinking today. That is impressive that they've kept that along so long. It, That's amazing. And allow me to thank Publix for the first time ever on Muddied Waters uh, <laughs> Media. Publix for this delicious purified water that I got at Publix. Bulavanaka. Bulavanaka. Well, folks, as you can see. The line is gone. Is gone, because I'm here in Florida, and I didn't tell anyone I was coming to Florida. So, haha, <laughs> tricked you. I'm in Florida. So if you woke up saying, you know, I feel secure in the fact that Spike Cohen is in South Carolina, well, I'm sorry I ruined your life. <laughs> Do you remember when our show was brought to you by Henry McMaster, who is and still always will be a bit? A bitch, yeah. Uh, it's been a while. That's been a while. I mean, it still is. It's true. He is still a bitch. He's still a bitch. But he stopped giving us money to say it. 
<laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. So, yes, yeah, Spike is here. Uh, we are here live together in studio for what? This is the third? The third time we've done a show together. Second, second time, time in here. studio. Second time in, in studio. muddied studio. In muddied studio. With the Constitution behind us. This is the real one. This is not, no, that's the Declaration. Declaration. We stole this. We did. I just we forgot which one we stole. We stole the Declaration of Independence. It had, I forgot. It, it's got a treasure map on the other side. Yeah, well, that's why we stole <laughs> that's it. That's why we stole it. Yeah. but That's how we continue to bring you such great content. We also got the treasure... And so uh, turning it around and showing you where the treasure is would be... It wouldn't make any sense. matter now, because no. it's not there. No. Um, I forgot to put so many things in here. Uh, uh, so, this episode of Muddied Waters is brought to you, like many of the rest of them, by... Oh yeah, I still do this. You do this. The Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus, the fastest growing and second largest caucus in the Libertarian Party. Uh, if you'd like to become a member, be sure to go to the exclusive Facebook group, Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus. And by exclusive, I mean that anyone can enter ever. We don't. It, we have. I don't think we've ever not let anyone in. So come join us and everyone else that wants to join us today. And if you'd like to have some stuff with this logo on it uh go to the muddy waters uh store at muddywatersmedia.com and then go and buy go to the store and uh and click on the store button and uh and we have what shirts and shirts and we don't have a hat we don't have a hat we have shirts and we have buttons yeah because we know libertarians love buttons yes the gravy king <laughs> thomas queter is running for the state senate in the 52nd district of New York. Thomas Queter says, I run better than Albany, which is hilarious because he's in a wheelchair. And so go to tomfor52.com to support our friend Tom Queter today. T-O-M-F-O-R-5-2.com. Joe Soloski. Uh, is running for Pennsylvania governor. Joe Soloski is the key to Pennsylvania's success. And if you'd like to help Joe Soloski become the first libertarian governor ever, then go to joesoloski.com. That's J-O-E-S-O-L-O-S-K-I dot com. Jack Casey is a cult leader. And he is also, (laughs) he's writing terrible things in the comments on YouTube. And, uh, and that's, well, anyway, so Tom's books, Jack's books. Uh, Jack's books. Uh, Jack has written three books. What are they about? I don't know. And I never will know because I'm not going to read them. Uh, and neither is Matt. We'll never read them, we'll never in read fact. Them. But you should uh, on our behalf by going to theroyalgreen.com and picking up these books, The Royal Green, in Silver Throned and Crowned It by Gold. And uh, they are really, really great books, uh, I'm told, by people, well, by Jack. And, uh, you know, you can find out if that's true by buying them. And if it's not true, then you should come on here and ravage him in the comments because he'll clearly have deserved it. And just so everybody knows, Jack Casey is such a popular, wonderful human being. Cult leader. Cult leader. That somebody offered us money to only crap on Jack Casey and not say anything bad about the books. But only bad about him. Only bad. We could talk all the crap we wanted to about Jack Casey. We just couldn't say anything bad about the book. Has that check cleared? Not yet. <laughs> so until then. Until then, we're going to talk crap about his books, too. That's right. 
Remember, Christmas just passed, so if you don't want to hang out with friends and family in the future, buy them Jack Casey's books. Wow. <laughs> God. It saves you money in the long run. Well, I mean, yeah. Ouch. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. Uh, so, this is... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't say that. Do you say that on writer's blog? Uh, I did once. God. <laughs> he was in the comments. He thought no, was I, he must like it. Because he keeps giving us money. He does. He keeps paying us. So, I, all right. Um, so, yeah, this is the end of the year. This is the last show of 2021 for Muddied Waters. Yes. And uh, it has been a hell of a year for Liberty in general. But here at Muddied Waters, it's been a fantastic year. Yes. And um, we have all of you watching now, listening now, however you are intaking this information. Uh we have all of you to thank for all of the successes we have had this year. Um, some could say, you know, the VP run thing helped, helped mildly. mildly. But uh, it's really the people who have been here watching and listening and sharing. It's been coming. a year. I don't even think there's been much effect. <laughs> um, just so everybody knows, we, uh, we were number 12 in Italy the other yes the other week and uh america you need to step it up because we were number 12 in italy and number two in slovenia but not we haven't cracked that top 100 in america we got to we got close we were 127 127 127 most popular podcast in america with it if you don't if we don't step up we're gonna start calling it muddy waters media but with this emoji next to it of the hand doing the thing just this just this. Just this. That's what it's going to be called. That's what this show is going to be called, and that's all we're going to do. And we're going to be like number one in Italy. They're going to be like, did you watch the thing? Yeah, I did, I did this did. for that an hour. Hey. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. They do Except for that last day, week. They did it on Wednesday. They did it on a Wednesday. They just did this. Why. All of the yeah, times the they time. did this in the 2022. <laughs> um, so because it's the end of the year and because we want to thank you all uh what we decided to do is because normally what we have done in the past is we did a 10 stories you forgot about this year mm. and we were just going to do that and then i started doing notes and we report on this stuff weekly and i had forgotten most of this so <laughs> this is the 600 stories that you wish you had forgotten Right. Many of these stories you definitely remember, but they all tie together. It's like it's like a Jack Casey book. You have to read the first one in order to get to the last one. So I couldn't just bring up one thing. I assume that's I, what they're lying me. I, I don't maybe. know. Um, so because of that, there are so many things that were the dominoes falling that we are going to give you 2021 in review. Why are you not working? Because you gotta press the top one. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's That's beautiful. Thank you. I worked very hard on that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> this is the muddied review of 2021. Now, Spike doesn't know this because he never reads the notes beforehand, but I wrote this as a song and he has the first line. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I hate this. This song is terrible. Um, so yes, this brings us to, well, I guess what is technically the. I don't know how to use this. That that's press the wrong thing. No, wait, where the hell's the button and the thing? This is the. You just click it. 
Mud water, coffee alter, coffee mushroom coffee replacement. That's not what it's called. The mud water mushroom coffee. No, I guess it's replacement cacao rapid fire segment brought to you by Mud Water. If you woke up today and said, "Oh my God, Matt and Spike, you're in the same room," I'm horrified. Also, why are if, you in my room? Why are you in my room? <laughs> I, you said you're going to be in the same room. You didn't say with me. But while you're here. I would like to tell you about the fact that you can't, I don't want to ever have coffee ever again. I instead want to have something that my Uncle Hector used to drink. You know, did I ever tell you about my Uncle Hector? You know, Uncle Hector, he was a... This show is going to be really long. It's a really long show. This Uncle Hector was a real man. He, uh... You know, he, he used to ride the rails. He did. And he, he was a rail rider. He was a rail rider. He railed the rail. He was a he was a bum. He was a hobo. Uh, a, a hobo, he was a, he was a bum. And a, ragab- a, 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 a ragamuffin and a vagabond. And he would, you know, the, 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 the people on the rails, they had their, they had their own law. The, the men on the rails. And, uh, you know, but they always had to watch out back in the, the area where, where Uncle Hector was. Because there was a... Uh, there was a, a, a railroad cop and those railroad cops, they were brutal because the only things they enforced were the laws of the rail. And the, the only people they enforced it against was those dirty hobos that no one gave a damn about. Society had flung them out and didn't even care about them anymore. And the worst one of them all was a man named Kitchener Leslie. <laughs> Kitchener, <laughs> Kitchener Leslie. Matt and Spike, because this is you telling us this. Kitchener <laughs> Leslie was a... Uh, Kitchener Leslie was uh, just a, a brutal, brutal man, and uh, he'd 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 beat him to death when he found a hobo on one of his cars that he was he was watching and 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 securing. He'd beat him to death. He'd kill him, and then fling him right out along the rail line there, and let the crows get him, the vultures or the crows, whichever. And he's a brutal man. My uncle Hector, though, uh, the uh, thing about my uncle Hector. Because uh, I don't want to talk about Kitchener Leslie and the, and the, 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 the terrible things that Kitchener Leslie did. That's really a side note, Matt and Spike. The real thing I want to tell you is about my Uncle Hector. Because, you know, one day he said, I don't want to live this real life anymore. Certainly not with the likes of Kitchener Leslie out there beating up hobos like this. It's certainly not like that. And so I, so he went and, and he, he went and got a job. He went to, uh, or he tried to get a job. He went to, he went to one of the mines. He went out to an old mining town, and he went to he went to the miners, and he said, "I I I like to work that mine down there." And they said, "Get out of here, Hector! You you filthy bum! Get out of here before we call Kitchener Leslie on you, because he was also a mine cop." And and he and and he said, "Why why won't you let me down there?" And they said, "You can't you can't come down here. You're a bum. We we got good miners down here. Good good strapping men who do mine all day long." And and he said, "Well, I'll tell you something." I'll tell you, I think if you went to, how many miners you got down there? And they said, we got a hundred miners down there. Each one stronger than the last. Get out of here. And he said, no, I'll tell you what. I think if you went down into that mine, you wouldn't find, out of those hundred men, I bet you couldn't find 90 that were better than me. Why, in fact, I bet if you went down there, you couldn't even find 50 that were better than me. Why, I dare say, if you went down there, you couldn't even find 10 of them. That were better than me. In fact, I bet you'd be hard pressed 
to even find a single one of those hundred who could who could mine better than me. And so they gave him a job. And so Uncle Hector, Matt and Spike, he, he was he was mining. He was out there just a mining away. <laughs> he was out there just a mining away. And he, he you know Uncle Hector, you know, he was he was a he was a strong man, but you know, all men Matt and Spike, all men have have that weakness. You know what I'm talking about. And one day he he went to the bar. He went to the local bar where all the miners went, and he said, uh, "Miners, M I N E R, by the way, I'm not miners." Uh, and he went, uh, he went, and he said, uh, he said, "So, uh, where do you fellas go to get a lady? Where, where do we, where, where do you got ladies? I'm looking for, a, I want to, I want to, a lady that I can, I want to get a, I want to, I want to lie down on top of a lady." And he said, uh, and they said, "Oh, uh, we don't do that here. We have sex with animals." And he said, my God, animals, Matt and Spike, that's what he said. My God, an animal, I, that sounds disgusting. I can't believe you, bunch of filthy miners. And so he went down and he, and so he went back to mining and he thought, I'm certainly not doing that. I, I grew up in a nice, in a nice uh, Hasidic Jewish household. I'd never, I'd never do something like have sex with animals. Well, I guess you're probably a Gentile. So he grew up in a nice Christian household, but whatever. Uh, and he, uh. And he said, so, so he, 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 you know, but days turned into days and weeks turned into months and months turned into a year. And with each day, you know, with each day, he just began to broke down, break down a little bit more. And Matt and Spike, one of the last things he told me, he said, you know, you think now that you wouldn't have sex with an animal, but give it a, give it a year, give it a year of in a hot mine. And, and, you know, all men, I suppose are. Are nothing but flesh and sin. It says that in Scripture, Old and New Testament, and 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 Matt and Spike. I'll tell you, he he, Uncle Hector. He he wasn't proud, but he he went up and he he was he was walking home one day, back to his home from the mine, and and he looked over and there was a farm there, and you know every other day he walked by the farm, it was just a farm, but this day this day it was something much much more sinister, and he looked over. And he saw this this pig, and the pig was looking at him, and he was looking at the pig, and you know he was very ashamed to tell to tell me later that he he then went and began making love to the pig, and it was terrible. And he was he was right in the middle of the throes of passion, and and some of the other miners walked by him and said, "What are you doing, Uncle Hector? What are you doing?" And Uncle Hector said, what are you talking about? This is what you said. You said, you people said that you have sex with animals. And they said, Uncle Hector, you damn fool. That's Kitchener Leslie's girlfriend. And Matt, the thing is, I don't want to drink coffee anymore. (laughs) Instead, I would like something different. I'd like something instead that has masala chai, cacao, (laughs) mushrooms, Turmeric, sea salt, cinnamon, and nothing else in it. Well, I'll tell you what, folks. I'm scared and, and horrified by that story, but we definitely have something that's better than that, which is m- mud water. And that's a coffee replacement, and it tastes like what you think those ingredients would taste like together. And if you go to Muddy Waters Media, muddywatersoffreedom.com slash mud, you can purchase some. Get your starter kit today. <laughs> Ha <laughs>
That's the rapid fire segment. That's the rapid fire segment. That's the intro to the rapid. The intro. Everything is faster than that. Oh. The intro to the rapid fire segment. This entire show is a rapid fire segment, kind of. Uh, So. Here is 20. We top that. Um, one day, the the son of Norm Macdonald is going to sue us. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Um, that's the dog that, trying to. Yeah, get the in. dog is trying to get in. Um, so, that, yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks. <laughs> that brings us right back. <laughs> Just one forgot. What yeah, everybody forgot what we're doing today. So now. <laughs> So now, on January 6th, <laughs> I'll just... Speaking of travesties. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah. Uh, uh, on January 6th, uh, the riots or whatever the hell you want to call <laughs> what happened in D.C. Yes. Uh, that day ended with Democrats saying, Trump is practically and morally responsible for provoking the events of the day. Mm. 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 Wait. That was Mitch McConnell. Who then voted not to impeach. It's beautiful. Voted to acquit him. My favorite thing about Mitch McConnell is that he will say that he is, and he'll go on both sides of this, he'll say that he is the most strongly against something, more so than anyone else, and then straight up vote in favor of it. Or that he's the most in favor of something, you know, it's the best thing that's ever, and then vote straight up again while he's saying it. Mm-hmm. There's... He has zero morals and doesn't pretend to. And I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Because he's a turtle. He is a turtle. And of course, as we know, January 6th was the end of our democracy. It was the most violent day in American American history. history. Nothing ever has ever happened to humanity worse worse than January 6th. January 6th. Ever. Yes. Not even 9-11. No. Someone Pearl. said 9-11? Civil, Civil War? No. Absolutely not. No. Pearl Harbor? No. Nothing. Nothing. Holocaust? Mm. Close. <laughs> not touching that one. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of a toss-up on that one. Right. Coin flip, really. <laughs> Hitler. The people who went into the Capitol. Uh, right. Just right there. Right there. Right there. So, <laughs> since Mitch McConnell voted to acquit, along yes. with 43 other, 42 other Republicans, that meant that Trump joins the likes of Abraham Lincoln to be one of the Republicans who weren't able to get on Twitter and nothing else. Okay. Yes. Really, he and Lincoln didn't have that much. <laughs> There's like nothing There's that they did nothing. Yeah. Yet. Yet. It's basically the same, minus the fact that neither. Well, no, they both couldn't get on Twitter. They basically, on the Twitter. exact same. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing else that they share in common. Yet. 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 <sighs> so shortly after that, an ice storm, which had oddly enough been predicted by Jack Lloyd. Two months beforehand, or yeah. three months beforehand, that yeah. was that was eerie. Mm. Um, 
rocked Texas. And Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz, who narrowly beat Beto O'Rourke for re-election. In Texas. In Texas. In Texas. Uh, ensured he would not ever become president by leaving to go somewhere warm. Yes. South of Texas. Yes. Instead of staying back to use his Zodiac powers against the storm. And the real travesty of that story was that um, not that he left to go to Texas, yeah. but that he left his dog Snowball behind. The dog's name is Snowball. In an ice storm. The dog's name is Snowball. In Texas. Listen, I love Snowballs. I mean, I love dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Snow. I mean, I, who doesn't love a Snowball? But I love dogs. But... I mean, if you bring something named Snowball to Mexico, it's going to melt. It's going to melt. It's going to melt. That's science. <laughs> and so I think he made the right choice. He did. Now yeah. I've ensured I'll never be president. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did that with the Uncle Hector joke. Yeah, well... Did that long before that. You became a libertarian. Wow, that's uh, true. <laughs> no, but actually that's accurate. Yeah. Um so yeah, no, that was uh that was wild. Yeah. Um so the first time that we heard anything about the supply chain being messed up, yes, followed shortly after that when the ship Ever Given, which I always thought it was Evergreen. No, it's ever given. Yeah, well, I know that after I did my research. Yeah. Um, I, but I was like, isn't it ever given? Uh, the ship ever given uh, got stuck in the Suez Canal for six weeks. Which just didn't make sense. None. That, like, they couldn't... It feels like... I mean, again, far be it. I'm not a shipping expert. Six weeks feels like a lot. To get a boat unstuck. And the only reason that it got unstuck was because of an unseasonal, high, unusually high tide. Yeah, again, that just seems like... Yeah, it's... Just blow it up. Like, I mean, it, 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 it disrupted supply to entire sections of the planet. Still today. <laughs> to this day, there's still some ripple effects... And there are some parts of the... It was like, at what point do we just blow this ship up? Yeah. So... That would happen on week seven. That... Yeah. That that, that was the eight-week... The eight-week rule. Yeah, you have eight, eight weeks and we're blowing weeks. this ship up. Um, so the six weeks of, of backup products in the canal and the owners of Ever Given had to pay a undisclosed amount as a fine... That is estimated somewhere between five hundred million and nine hundred million for it shutting down the world. For it shutting, well, the ca canal, the canal. Yeah, and they had to pay the canal that much money. Did they just throw it into the canal? I mean, they must have. The canal like came out was like, we demand the <laughs> ransom. That's that's what it costs for all of your products to get there way late, <laughs> and oh. you saw none of it. Yeah. No, yeah, no, it wasn't you. It went to the canal gods. Yes. It went to the canal, the Suez, the Suez gods. The, the gods of Suez. Yep. Um, shortly after that, Georgia, the hotly contested state, yes, uh, passed its new voting law. And this led to the 
MLB moving the All-Star game out of famed Republican-controlled city Atlanta. The Republican stronghold. The Republican stronghold of Atlanta. Atlanta, Moved it out of there into Colorado. But Atlanta, not to be outdone. And kudos to them, really. Yes. Got their revenge by winning the World Series and making sure that more money came to Atlanta through the MLB than would ever go to Colorado. Again, famed... You can't find a more Democrat part of the South than Atlanta. Like, as red as the rest of Georgia is, Atlanta is that blue. Right, outside of, like, two pockets, like, kind of the Savannah area, and then, like, one other one that I don't understand. But those are more, like, purplish blue. Like, they're not solidly... Right. Atlanta is, like... New York City level blue, and they punished Atlanta. For they that. punished Atlanta because they were like, "No, we don't like what the governor did." So we're punishing. So Atlanta. we're punishing Atlanta. Yeah, but Atlanta won in the end because they won the World Series. Yeah, and good for Atlanta. Good for Atlanta. My dad. So my dad has hated Atlanta my entire life. Was rooting so hard for him in this World Series because of that. Because of that. Because of that. So and then, also ironically. Famed Democrat supporter, <laughs> your dad is is out there supporting uh, yeah the Democrats right because Atlanta's such a Democrat. Hotbed. Speaking of strange bedfellows, uh, Pepe Le Pew, um, he's a strange bed because of the rape, right? Because of the rape. So people have attempted, people have attempted to cancel. Dr. Seuss, uh, for anti-Asian sentiment, uh, Pepe Le Pew for being anti-consent sentiment, and and then also on the other side, Mr. Potato Head for not having a gender as a plastic potato. Yep. If anybody is watching, tag Sarah and Andereg right now. Um, <laughs> you do not want to be, hang on, buddy. Go. Get I have out. to get my shirt on to talk. Yeah, <laughs> you can't be on camera. <laughs> but only if I get a shirt on. No, you can't be on camera, buddy. Why? Because your mom doesn't want you there. Because she's watching you guys right now. Right now. Yeah. Yeah, she's. Going and we'll to... get in a lot of trouble. Even the dog, she's going to get mad that the dog's here. Yes. Oh, no, she won't. Yeah, she will. Yeah, she will. <laughs> so, you need, you need to go to bed, buddy. Speaking of Mr. Potato Head. Hang on. I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> this is... Uh... Okay. So... Okay. Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head. Um, yeah, so we all remember, well, we may not remember because I'd forgotten completely about all of this madness. Um, the they, Potato Head. The Potato Head thing. I'm actually going to pull up a potato they tried to They tried to cancel Dr. Seuss because in one of the books, I don't remember which one. Um, <laughs> he said five Chinamen's a Chining or something like that. I don't think that's what it I think it was just there was like a 
anti-Asian. Like there was a bad drawing. Yes. Um, I don't remember what it was. What it was not. It was not a big deal, but they were trying to cancel that. And then Pepe Le Pew, who really has been raping for fifty years. Yeah. This is. I remember as a kid thinking like. This is not this okay. This isn't. This is bad. Like, she clearly doesn't want that. Right. At no point did I ever view Pepe Le Pew as the victim in any of those. No, no, I was fine with him being canceled. But just remember, remember what they took from you. That's one of my favorite then, memes from this. Yeah, show. and then they just wanted to change the name to Potato Head, right? As opposed to Mr. Potato Head? Yeah, listen, that wasn't even that big of a controversy. So, it wasn't even that they were changing Mr. Potato Head's name. It was that the entire brand of the family of Potato Heads was called Mr. Potato Head. So, they were just changing that to Potato Head. Yep. So, it was like the brand Potato Head, which brings you Mr. Mr. Potato, Potato Head, Mrs. Potato, Potato Head... Head. Baby potato head, potato dog head, whatever. Like the, ta- all, the tater tots. The tater tots, whatever. Like whatever they called all the different things, potato head was now the brand instead of just Mr. Potato Head. And people lost their shit. You're making Mr. Potato Head transgender. And it's like, hey, none of them have genitals also. So that should maybe, this is a potato <laughs> toy. Like who cares what they're doing to it? But... That wasn't even happening. Yes. So, right about this time, yes. as the world was going completely insane, uh, fighting over potato genders, the vaccine became uh, widely available for everybody. And that's when the grand push started happening. They were yeah. like, okay, we're going to get everybody vaccinated. Every single person needs to get vaccinated. And they were pushing it. And if you were to look forward... Just a few months from this point, they will say that at no point in history did anybody ever say anything like this. Instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person to person, spreading and spreading, sickening some of them, but not all of them. And the ones that it doesn't sicken don't know they have it. And then they give it to even more people because they didn't recognize they were right. Instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person potentially mutating and becoming more virulent and drug resistant along the way. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means... The vaccines will get us to the end of this if we just go fast enough. Hey, remember what it was like to be the beginning of this year and think that? <laughs> and think that was true? <laughs> and think that was a possibility? Yeah. So months later, they will deny anybody ever saying that. Yeah, because it wasn't just her that said that. They, were, they have they have Biden saying that. They have Jen Psaki saying that. They have Fauci saying it. Like every every policy man, they were either she went on a completely different level. I'm not sure anyone ever claimed that it was a hundred. She made it sound like it was a hundred percent. But they would say that your likelihood of getting it went down greatly, and it it's not. Like they actually stopped cap uh, catching 
or tracking breakthrough cases. Uh, they now no longer even try to claim effectiveness of any percentage in stopping you from getting COVID. It's all now just about how much less likely you are to end up seriously ill or in the hospital. Okay, fine. But that's not what they told us. No. And that also completely eliminates the any kind of rationalization or justification behind mandating it. So you're probably thinking, well, that's good, because then that means they didn't mandate it. Yet to be seen. Yeah. Yet to be seen. Yet to be seen. That's going to be the first week of 22. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, that's a little teaser for next week's notes. Next week's notes. Um, so. Speaking it, of lies from New York. <laughs> it was right about this time where even though Andrew Cuomo mm -hmm. had killed a bunch of seniors by putting infected people into old folks homes and then yes. just not counting them because yep. they don't matter in new york apparently at all except for the census um well and they they're still gonna vote so right well yeah twice uh <laughs> it came out that he sexually harassed slightly less women than he killed and the dim party turned on him Except for his brother, but that's that's a story for much later in the year. That comes later. <laughs> that comes much later. That comes much later. Yeah, I. It's one of those any port in a storm things. Like if that's what it took to take down Andrew Cuomo, great. But he also lied about killing the the old people. Yeah. So there's that. We'll just breeze past that because he did touch some women inappropriately. Yes. And he did say some terrible things. Right. As he killed grandparents. And speaking of people who entered pipelines without consent. Wow. The Colonial Pipeline got hacked, causing shortages of gas across the southeast. Wait, that was just seamless. <laughs> That's called a seamless transition. Uh, yes, Colonial uh, then had to... And I remember being affected. Were you guys affected by that? No, we were on somebody else. We're on a different You're one. on the Gulf Pipeline, yeah. Yeah. Gulf pipeline. yeah, no, we were straight up affected by that. Holy crap. I remember everyone that was like, hey, is it true that we have to go get gas right now? And I'm like, I don't, why are you asking me that? And they're like, because all the pipelines shut down. I'm like, oh, then yeah, I yeah. guess so. I'll be right back. And uh, it ended up, they were able to, to turn around pretty quickly. It didn't end up being as disastrous as they thought it would be. But uh, five million will do that, and five million will do that because Colonial then paid the hackers five million in ransom, uh, ensuring they'll never do it again. And then Biden had to tell Russia which industries they were allowed to hack and which ones were not allowed, and that was beautiful. That was beautiful. He, he literally gave, said he gave that. Him a list. You do not, do not go after these industries. These ones are okay. These ones are fine. He he had a proud press conference where he said, and I talked with the Russian government, and I gave them a list of what was it, like 18 or 32 or yeah, whatever. 18, like whatever number of industries that are vital and therefore cannot be hacked. Because, of course, that means screw the other ones. Like, they're fine. That was great. And, yes, speaking of... I got nothing. I got nothing for that. 
the billionaire space race. I there was nothing. There was no segue for that. Yeah, nothing. The billionaire space race began with uh, Brandon. That's not his name. No. Bezos. No. Yeah, Bezos. No. The the Virgin Atlantic. Branson. Branson. There we go. Yeah, Branson has switched. It, like, it, that's it, not, it wasn't Brandon. They corrected on me. Uh, with Brant uh, with Branson and Musk both going into space and most of the world hoping they would not return. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I I Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk get a lot of subsidies and stuff like that. But like, I will say, I think the world's a better place because of the things that Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk have done. They just show that, like, even the most idealistic, you know, market-driven person, when they reach a certain point, they just start to meld into the government and become an extension of it. But of all the things they did, I think launching William Shatner into space is not the worst. No. no. I actually think it was pretty cool he got to go to space. I do, too. Because he's 90. Like, he'll be dead soon. Maybe. Betty White's still kid. I'm not saying like tomorrow, but I'm saying like relatively soon. Like so, so, Dick Van Dyke is still kicking. So is Betty White. No, no, I'm saying like in within 20 years they'll be dead. You know, like when yeah, I was on that kind of soon. When I was on, uh, I'll probably be dead. Mr. America a couple of weeks ago, Jason Lyon and I were speaking, and uh, he said Betty White is getting ready to turn 100, and that's amazing. And he goes, "It's a good thing COVID never got her." And I said, "You know, if she gets it in the next few weeks and she dies, it's your fault." Oh yeah. Yeah. So if Betty White dies of COVID before That's her hundred, it's fault. Jason Lyons' fault. Um. Yeah. No. If that if Betty White dies, that's gonna be it's gonna be that's Jason Lyons' fault. That's Jason Lyons' fault. So everyone remember that and remind him of it constantly. Yes. Uh. Then the uh, Delta variant broke out, and the CDC had no. Speaking of COVID, <laughs> killing Betty White, the Betty Whites of this country. Uh, the Delta variant broke out and the CDC had no clue how to tell people that they needed to get vaccinated anymore since they could still catch the virus, um, give the virus to others and probably end up killing someone who was vaccinated very dear to them. I, I remember having that first tough conversation with a blue check mark on Twitter. I'm also a blue check mark on Twitter, but another <laughs> blue check mark on Twitter. One of the bad blue check marks on Twitter who was explaining how, you know, they didn't have to, they didn't go through, you know, getting vaccinated to protect themselves only to be put at risk by some bunch of unvaccinated people. And I thought, well, that's funny because you're vaccinated. So that's funny. Yep. And later we're going to find out even more about COVID, but that. Actually, wasn't bad for the first seven months. That was only twelve. Uh, that was only fourteen minutes for the first seven months. That's good. That's how long it takes me to tell a joke about my uncle Hector. That's true. That's true. So that brings you through the first seven months of twenty twenty one and all of the things that you either remember or you have forgotten already happened. Um, so before we get into, I don't even know if there's anything here. Uh, before we, oh, get, yeah, we haven't even. Yeah. Uh, before we go into the second half of the year. Uh, I forgot to put that in there because I'm not smart sometimes. 
This it is now time for the personal injury attorney, Chris, Chris Reynolds, Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor, anchor call-in call moment. Um, if you live in the Florida region of these United States and you find yourself personally injured by anybody not named Matt or Spike. Because we already have him as an attorney. Right, he's already our attorney. Uh, go to ChrisReynoldsLaw.com and uh, he will get you stupid. St- yeah, just stacks. So like right now we've got a table here with all our stuff on it. And it's actually not a table. It's just stacks of cash from an accident. That's what I'm saying. Like, literally, it's from an accident. <laughs> we had an accident. People wonder, how do you do Muddy Waters? It's because one time we had an accident, and and Chris Reynolds got us so much money that it's just, we have, this room is actually filled with $100 bills. We actually had to add this little yellow line here because the $100 bills were, like, coming up to here. Like, I'm touching $100 bills right now. Yeah. I'm not going to show them to you, though. <laughs> nope. Not doing that. No. Uh, we actually only have one call this week. and wow. And I know for a fact that this call came in while we were live last week. Oh, wow. So, uh, here's our call from Jimmy Lee. I hope that this works. Hey, Matt and Spike. Uh, this is Jimmy Lee again calling in on the Chris Reynolds anchor call-in moment. Um, so there's been some more activity within this uh, the RCH, the Russell, Kentucky convalescent home. And it appears that the employees that are there are not getting paid anymore. So a few of them have walked off, including Dreamer. So now these people are going to just be left with nothing to take care of them and I'm very disheartened and I'm very broken and I'm very sad and we're still going to do everything we can for these people thank you yeah we have we sorry have to been, be the bummer yeah no thank you thank you for updating us on that we've been in touch with the people with LP Kentucky you've been talking to us about this we're figuring out the best way forward if the convalescent home even wants to continue fighting it if so how we're going to move forward on that um, ultimately, it comes down to the owners of the property and what they want to do with it, and uh, and we will uh, we will have to see how that goes. Uh, but we're going to continue fighting for the people there in Russell, and uh, we're going to uh, on a on a in addition to helping them, we're going to continue to highlight that this is what happens when government just claims to be able to take your property whenever they want to because they decided that they have a better use for it. Um, so, but thank you for that update. And you have no need to worry, Jimmy, about being the downer or the bummer, as you said it. Twenty twenty one was the bummer. Yeah, we we just did that with the previous segment. So <laughs> we're gonna do it with the next one too. Yes, we're gonna finish out the year. Yes, and that has been an unusually short <laughs> personal injury yes. attorney Chris Reynolds just the one anchor Colin moment. The personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds update moment. Right. Um, thank you, Jimmy. Uh, we appreciate all that yes. you do out there. Um, so I was like, I forgot to check. I was like, I know we have one. Um, there you go. We have one. We got one. We got one. It's all that matters. So tell us in the comments, what was your uh, favorite thing that happened this and, year? or at least favorite thing that happened in 2021? <laughs> so going into later in August, um, going into August, Biden withdrew troops from Afghanistan after 20 years, many, 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 many lives lost, yep. 
and more than two trillion in today's dollars and over five trillion by the time we pay off the debt. Yeah. And to put that in perspective, the entire gross domestic product pre Taliban was what, twenty six billion dollars? Yeah. And that is expected to go down precipitously because the Taliban is essentially destroying all civil societal infrastructure. Yep. As it moves the country back into the bronze age basically <laughs> like that which is where they want to be that's where the, the people in the, the 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 taliban's interpretation of sharia law firmly want their their country and their people to be problem is they're dragging everyone else into it including their wives who probably don't want it either um just like they didn't want them but they had to because they were children but anyway um and the funny like the funny saying thing, anything that's <laughs> Correct. And at this point, at this point in the year timeline, Biden was probably polling at about 48 to 52 percent. Which is typical for presidents. They're always in that like 40s, maybe 50s range. Yeah. And it was, yeah, he was like, he was middle of the road. Usually he was slightly above, uh, he was slightly above uh, 50. Sometimes he would dip down depending on how many Delta cases there were. But he was right about 50 percent. After the Afghanistan pullout, was when he started dipping hard and you saw him go down to as low as like 32 percent i think right now he's somewhere between 38 and 40 ish 42 38 and 42 yeah um i've seen him as low as 28 in some polls in a recent poll uh oddly enough he was polling lower than kamala harris who was polling unusually high I will Ooh, say <laughs> that's yeah, that's uh, that's scary. I I want to say though, yes, Biden screwed up the withdrawal. It could have been done much better. Yes, he should have taken up the governor of Guam on his offer to do what Guam did during the Vietnam War, where they just brought all of not only the troops but all the American civilians and any uh, uh, Afghan refugees start bringing them over to Guam where they can process them there to bring them here or send them back to Afghanistan if they were, you know, interlopers trying to get in or whatever. Um, he he completely screwed up by uh, giving the, the list of American civilians to the Taliban for them and the Haqqani network to protect. Uh, I mean, there were many stupid things that were done by Joe Biden. But frankly, A... A lot of those weren't really done by Joe Biden. They were done by the military industrial complex. So if Trump had been in office, he'd have done it too, or yeah. his administration would have done it too. And B, there wasn't going to be a pretty way to end the war in Afghanistan. And it's what we've been saying from the beginning, which is that this was a bad idea to invade this country because it was inevitably going to return back to the Taliban or someone else like the Taliban and all we were going to do was waste money and lives, American lives and Afghan lives and lives of you know our allied countries in trying to turn Afghanistan into something other than Afghanistan. And that's what happened. It happened on Biden's watch. And one of the one of the very few fleetingly few things that Joe Biden did that I respect was when they called him all, you know, they're going, oh, you did this wrong. And he said, listen, this was going to end poorly. We're not going back. Again, it was done poorly. Civilians were left behind. All sorts of bad things were done. 
the one thing I respect about Joe Biden was that he was like, this is going to end poorly. It was always going to end poorly, and we're still ending it. I respect that. He's the first president to end a war in since Nixon. Bush. The first one. Oh, well, yeah. Te- yeah, Bush ended his own, his own war, the Gulf War. Yeah. He's the last one to end, like, a long-running war since Nixon. But, yeah, yeah I mean, this is... Yeah. Uh, we had a question on YouTube okay. from Jordan Trincy. Okay. I don't know if I'm saying your last name right. Uh, how much longer do you figure Biden will be in office before Harris takes his place? Now, Jordan, I don't think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think that was initially what the plan was. I think that's what the thought was. Mm-hmm. But in most polls, outside of the one where Harris was beating Biden, um, she is regularly polling at 28 or below. That's terrible. Yeah, They are not looking at her to be the replacement. She is hated by the left. She is hated by the left. She is hated by the right. The moderates don't like her. She's not liked. She is not liked. And the the natural voting block that people think would exist that, you know, black black voter, they don't like her either. Uh-uh. Like... There's- well, because of what Tulsi did. To because her. of what Tulsi Gabbard did to her in, in debates. And frankly, I mean, even Tulsi Gabbard brought it out to the mainstream. But, like, I remember early on when she was, you know, announcing her runs. And, you know, black Democrat activists were like, we're not backing uh, Kamala Harris. She's like one of the most brutal prosecutors there's been. Yeah. She's the opposite of what we want for criminal justice reform. Um, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. And she's not popular. She's not well-liked. Remember... Kamala Harris dropped out of the primary for to be the, the Democrat nominee before a single vote took place. No one ever voted for uh, Kamala Harris because long before they even got the pri- to the primary route, she ran out of money, her staffers left, she apparently wasn't running a good operation, and she quit. So she's not going to be president. She's not. She might. The only way she'll become president is if Joe Biden just like straight up dies before 2024 and then she gets sworn in as president but she's never going to get elected president she's never going to get elected president and i think they will do everything in their power to keep joe biden alive until 2024 because of that yes yeah because if she's the if she gets uh, sworn in as president her likelihood of winning the democratic nomination goes up exponentially and to to 10% and from from one percent, right? And you know, it would actually go up quite a bit because who's going to be the schmuck who goes, "Yeah, you're the first black president, or no, first, first black female. first female president and first minority female president." But I'm a de- and I'm a Democrat, but you're I don't like you, and I don't you cackle like <laughs> what like the the. There's no way that a Democrat's going to be able to effectively run against her. Uh, and yes, Bernie Sanders will try, and he, he'll fail again. Do you think he's going to try again? I think he's going to try. I don't think he is. You don't think so? He's going to be 82. I don't think he's going to try. What does he do? He shows up, oh, this is unacceptable. And then everyone, and a bunch of kids cheer because they have no idea what he's pushing for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think he or someone that will replace him to run to her left flank will run thereby ensuring that she gets the nomination and then she'll lose the pre- the election to positive, well the libertarian candidate of course 
I just want to announce right here on this show, I am not running for president. That's I'm devastated. That's what I was banking on. I know. You running for president. I know. I was all in. I could <laughs> I could hundred percent change my mind. But right now my Right now right now, my intention, I am not running for president in twenty twenty four. And uh, I would like to announce that that is devastating. Yes. Yes. To me personally. Speaking of which, uh, the... <laughs> You're not old enough, are you, Matt? No. I'm not even close to old enough. No, gosh. No, I'm not. You won't be old enough for years. Years, like like decades. Yeah. He's a teenager. <laughs> right. He's 18. a kid. 18. He's a child. So, <laughs> uh, speaking of the exit land, yeah, the uh, Biden administration came up with a plan that uh, was to leave any and all people who really wanted to come back, along with all the military equipment uh, that has been sent there over the years. Yes, brilliant. And in order to take the heat off of the exit plan, the FDA granted full approval to the Pfizer vaccine. <laughs> Which was reported on CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, Newsmax, Kimmel, Colbert, The Daily Show, and everywhere else that Pfizer pays for advertising. Yeah. Uh, Pfizer is a PR firm that sells drugs. Um, it's, uh, uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I wish that the vaccine had been as effective as they were saying. Mm-hmm. Because you know, we're at, like, what, 70% vaccinated. If it was effective as they said, their COVID couldn't really thrive anymore. You know, there th- this whole thing of oh, it's the unvaccinated spreading it and it dying from. If only the unvaccinated were spreading it, it wouldn't be able to exist in in. It wouldn't be able to have these ba- massive outbreaks anymore. There would be it, local areas that would have it. It's not effective against stopping COVID. It, it appears to be effective in stopping you from getting sick or dying or or reducing your odds of getting very sick or dying. But so does vitamin D. And so do a lot of other things. Like, I would dare say that vitamin D, exercise, better diet, stress reduction, and, you know, bringing your BMI down to an ideal level, all of those things combined probably reduce your odds of getting seriously ill or dying from COVID roughly the same as the vaccine. And we know what the side effects of those things are. All good things. All beneficial. Like, those are all, the side effects of those things are your life is better, too. There's no myocarditis from it. Right. Allegedly. And what's funny is, like Spike was saying, like if, if the vaccine had been effective the way that they were pushing it on yep. us, um, we long since surpassed the number that Fauci had been saying was going to be needed. Yeah, 65%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not what happened because the Delta variant and the other variants started coming out. And that was predicted by us yeah on the very first show of 2021 yeah and not because we're such like epidemiological geniuses like it the basic understanding of science viruses mutate and they want to spread more which is actually good news because that means they become less deadly over time which is why anyone who watches this show we're not shocked when omicron is as the media, corporate press has put it, largely indistinguishable from the cold for the vast majority of people. 
Yes. It's good to see that the cult, that the flu came out of hibernation this year. <laughs> it, it's if you went to a uh you know you went to try to you know sell a script for a movie which you 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 do. I've done that. And imagine you went and you tried to sell a script and you said here's my idea. Imagine a world where the world's governments shut down occasionally and put people in camps to intern them to protect them from others uh, and require vaccination, which is not effective, against a virus with a more than 99% survivability rate, which for the vast majority of people will get it, will be indistinguishable from the common cold or flu. They would laugh you out of the room. They would say, that's a stupid premise. You must be a libertarian to think that (laughs) government would do such a thing. You idiot. You idiot. Get out. We need something bigger and better, like another Matrix movie. Um, Or Titanic. You really want the in-person live in this? (laughs) (laughs) Let's make a movie about a ship sinking. Oh, and some crappy romance. You know, the thing about Rose... Is that <laughs> they tried to make her into a heroine, Matt. Oh, she was heroin, all right. Uh, black tar heroin. Black tar heroin. <laughs> she was awful and caused Jack his life. Uh, <laughs> you know the crazy thing about uh, about Rose is that she was played by Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> no one knows that. No one knows that. That guy, he, he's got range. He is. He, I mean, rest in peace. Rest in peace. But, you know, he died because of heroin. Uh, wow. Yeah. It all comes together. It all, yeah. Rose thought she was a heroine. And, it ended and up then it ended up killing Philip Seymour Hoffman. Titanic killed Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's two victims. Yep. Well, heroin has many more victims, but Rose specifically. Rose. Just the two. We don't know what happened to her husband. We have no idea. Oh, wow. Yeah, the one that she... That's the twit. That's why she didn't even give a crap about him. Yeah. Yeah, because she murdered him. And it would make sense that when she died on the ship... Now they get to dispose of a body. After giving away her entire children's inheritance. And then... And then... (laughs) Titanic was an inside job. And, uh... And then she dies. She ends up, you know, meeting up with Jack and not her husband that she had children and grandchildren yep. and great grandchildren with. Nope. That's because the husband is a murder victim and was he was in heaven and they were in hell. Yes. Where they belonged. Where they belonged. Burning in agony. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> forever. Amen. And if you notice, like when they go when when they go to hell at the end, uh, you know it's hell. Because where does she see Jack? On the Titanic. They're in the great ballroom on the Titanic. So it's like Dante's Inferno yeah, where you relive. Reliving that day after. Misery. Yes. That's how you know she went to hell at the end. That actually makes me feel better. A little bit. A little bit. I'll give Cameron that. I'll give Cameron. He said he's giving a twist at the end where it's like, yeah, she's in hell. Burning and drowning at the same time forever. In misery, she has to watch this guy die in front of her. Because she'll keep murdering him. Forever. 
just forever. So it's Jack's gonna, punishment for the most. She's part. gonna let Jack die by breaking his thumb off. I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never. Oh, he's gone. Wait, his thumb broke off. Because he was holding her, he was holding her, her hand, and it like froze into place. And she's like, "I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go." And then like he was just floating there with like dead look on his face, being all Daniel Dead Lewis. Yeah. And she like had to, his hand was frozen, so she had to like break his thumb in order to get it off. You hear a crack. That's a terrible movie. It's a terrible movie. The movie's so bad. I- and and then I'll never let go. Immediately, thirty let's seconds go. later. Not even. What she means is I'll never let go in hell. <laughs> right. I'll never let go of you because we're meeting. We're up again gonna in meet hell. in hell. She knew. That's why she was such a terrible woman. I bet her kids hated her. So speaking of Andrew Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> also speaking of murderers, Andrew Cuomo. After the thing that we were saying before with the women, yep. he then resigned <laughs> as New York as, as governor as governor of New York because, as he said, I'm Italian. This is why we're number twelve in Italy. This is why we're number twelve in Italy. Qu- Andrew Cuomo. Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo. When he got uh, accused of being handsy and overly affectionate, yes. his excuse literally was, "I'm Italian." Which is just, it's such a, like, imagine being Italian, and then you're like, hey, fuck you. Like, why well, don't do that to women? Yeah. He should have said that about the killing grandparents. Like, Listen, I'm not a murderer, I'm, I'm Italian. I'm Italian. <laughs> the anti-Italian anti-defamation. Or the, the Italian anti-defamation, anti-defamation league, yeah. <laughs> this is actually what they're called. Yes. The Italian anti-defamation league is called this. Yeah, the people that get mad at mob movies. Um... <laughs> We don't all do that. <laughs> we don't all do that. We don't go around killing grandparents. Well, look at the governor. Sorry. Oh, they're gonna watch this show. Um, they're gonna what? We're gonna get. We're gonna now be the the least rated podcast in, in Italy. Italy. Yeah. We're saying we disagree with this. By the we way, we do. We don't we agree disagree. With that. Italy, we love you. Italy's great. And God bless you for pasta. Yes. Um, carbs. Carbs. God bless those carbs. Speaking of. You know what carbs do? They really swell you up. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, Nicki Minaj came under fire from Democrats and Republicans. Uh, she said, um, from Democrats and Republicans? No, she came under fire from Democrats and Republicans. Oh, decided. and Republicans decided that she wasn't as bad as she was just 24 hours <laughs> prior. Um, when she said that her cousin had a friend who was... Walking around like Randy Marsh in that one episode of South, South Park. Park after getting vaccinated. Do you get that reference? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, she said his testicles swelled. Swole. 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 Swolled up. Swolded up. And it was awful and it was terrible. But she said it was good because she ended up saying that she got a meeting with the White House and she was going to show up there in her pink because she was Nicki Minaj, bitch. Um, I think she literally said that. Uh, Pretty close to that. Yeah. Um, 
I don't, I actually don't know if that meeting ever happened. I don't think that happened. Uh, I think uh, Jen Psaki came out and said, well, we'll give you a phone call, but not, not a meeting. I would have loved that meeting. I would have... Joe Biden... And Nicki Minaj... Talking about some guy's testicles. He'd say, you know what? That would be the most 2021 moment of 2021. I want to tell you about this thing with they did with the kids in the pool. And then he would tell you, <laughs> say, speaking of balls... He would have started that story, and she would have been like, did you just call me a cockroach motherfucker? Yeah, yeah. You know what I like about you roaches? <laughs> is when I dip, dip your heads into the water, and you touch my leg hairs. He actually said that. Yes, he did. So speaking of... <laughs> it's so hard to do segues for these. <laughs> there are... Well, that's... So 2021 was a year of just nothing making sense, so it right. wouldn't stand to reason there's no good segues. So... Speaking of white supremacy, <laughs> Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom. He won a recall election against Larry Elder, who the had famed white supremacist. Famed white supremacist Larry Elder, who famed Spin City actor Larry Elder. Uh, <laughs> he was in one episode. Uh, <laughs> who had been named by the media the black face of white supremacy, yeah. which is funny. Because here on this show, we always thought that was Virginia Governor Ralph, Ralph Northam. Yes, who literally wore blackface. I guess he's still the white face of white, white supremacy. He's the white face of black white blackface white supremacy. supremacy. Yes. So key difference there. Although again, and I will say this to the day that I die. If he had just started dancing when they asked him to... If he had moonwalked. He could do it. He was excited to do it. He was eager to do it. If if he had moonwalked instead of listening to that woman he's married to. <laughs> if he had just moonwalked. Inappropriate circumstances. If he had just said, you know what? I got this. Okay. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm right. But I got this. And he went out there. And did a full-on moonwalk, did the double spin, grabbed the, did, did the kick, grabbed the, the leg, hee-hee, had done the whole pelvis tilt thing. His opinion uh, numbers, his opinion poll numbers would have been higher than they were pre-blackface. And I will go to the very end to say that. Yeah, I, I would agree. If he had done that, it would have been like... Oh. Oh. And that, that would have become... The hottest meme slash gif on the internet. Forever. Forever. Well, for at least a year. He would have been the top meme thing. Like, it would it just, it would have turned this lemon into lemonade. Really would have. It would have. Because people would have been like, okay, yeah, he did blackface like 40 years ago. But he did the moonwalk like yesterday. Life would have handed him a lemon and he would have taken that lemon and squirted it on some hand seared salmon yes yes speaking of squirting, squirting. <laughs> jeffrey tubin <laughs> jeffrey tubin of cnn was caught masturbating during a zoom call as one does as one does and that's not the most insane thing to come out about someone from CNN this year. No. 
We'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll get to that later. But actually, this might be the most insane thing. It's just, this is is it? Is it? The pedophilia doesn't top this for you. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> but I mean, so that's more insidious. This is just straight up crazy. Fair. Like, have you been on a Zoom call? Yes. There are many <laughs> every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. <laughs> There are many things that I'm inspired to do on a Zoom call. Cranking one out isn't one of them. No. No. I can't imagine the thought process that was going through Tubin's head when he was yanking the Tubin. He was tubinin'. He was tubinin', where he's like, yeah, this Zoom call's boring. Actually, you know the 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 what's the most crazy? They've brought him back. They brought him back, and literally, they bring him on to like you know give his opinion on stuff. And no matter what he says, all the replies on social media are, are "Aren't you the guy that jerked off on a Zoom call?" On a Zoom call. Like he'll never. He will never be anybody but that. He's always going to be that. It would be like if after the thing that happened with Pee Wee Herman with Paul Rubens, um. That he then just went back on Pee Wee's Playhouse on YouTube, and other people are commenting, "Hey, weren't you just caught, you know, whacking it in a in a porn theater?" Meanwhile, you know, you're in a porn theater, which it's not legal to do that, but it's much more understandable. A Zoom call with your business, and you don't turn the camera off. <laughs> he was looking at pictures of our narwhal. He didn't turn the camera off? You know, oh, sorry, I took your kippa off. When, you know... You call the kippa? Eh, yeah, I'll cut kippa off. This thing does not want to stay on. No. You know, I think that... What's your narwhal called? Mine's Stabby. <laughs> Stabby the narwhal. Stab- Kim Ruff named him. Oh, nice. This one I think in honor of today's episode, it should be Tubin. Tubin. <laughs> This is Tubin the Narwhal. Tubin the Narwhal. That's anti-Semitic, by the way, but whatever. Uh, Tubin the Narwhal. And so speaking about... Being caught on the phone. That's not a good... That's not a good one. And... A, an intercept report came out about a cell phone Trojan horse that we reported on well, a few months ago. Yep. Uh, a cell phone Trojan horse that was created in Israel and sold to governmental leaders so they could use this to read everything, everything, everything on your phone, including all of the apps that you're like, oh, yeah, my apps are protected because yeah. it's signaled and they're not on the... Nope, they were recording those too. Yeah. Um, Including where you are in real time down to a matter of feet. Yep. They found this virus, this Trojan horse, on hundreds of people's phones. Some of them were related to uh, the governmental leaders in question. Others were enemies of the governmental leaders in question. This, had COVID not been a thing... This should have been the biggest story of the year. Yep. Ed Snowden said this is the biggest thing that's going to happen this year. 
but nobody's going to realize it. Yep. Yeah. Every the government governments, multiple governments are tracking everything you and every other person on earth is doing on your phone. And not just your electronic communications, your your emails, your tech. They're like your camera data. Like what again, your phone? Think about this. You're looking at your phone and anyone who's 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 hacking into your phone, the multiple people who are hacking your phone and, and just wholesale uh, uh, recording everything are getting you and what you're looking at. So, you know, those moments that I've definitely never had, but I'm certain many of you have where you're watching a little bit of porn on your phone before you go to bed and. You get that odd phone call in the midst of tubing it from your dad and you just feel this shame. You should just feel that shame all the time when you're doing that. Yeah. No matter what you're looking at. Because the government's doing the thing. Yes. Also, I don't know what pornography is. So good for you. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I've heard it sounds bad. It's not good. What I've heard about it seems objectifying. Frankly, I feel like I'd be objectifying myself. So, speaking of NASCAR, NASCAR driver Brandon Brown, the most famous NASCAR <laughs> driver ever. Ever. Uh, wins. What was it? The I don't know. Indy 500. I don't know. He won some race. He won a race. He won. He won a race. Uh, I didn't even bother to look that up because I didn't care. And he was being interviewed by a reporter about him winning the I don't know Daytona by whatever. Uh, and the crowd was doing what crowds do at a lot of sporting events this year, chanting "F Joe Biden." F Joe Biden. And the reporter either tried to spin it. There is no way that was or is other. an idiot. <laughs> it's one of the. I don't believe. I don't. I, don't I think, think she. I think she was just trying to find a way to not get the entire broadcast censored. You could clearly <laughs> hear what they were saying, almost as at the same volume as them talking. And she said, "Oh wow, what a great thing!" There, listen, the crowd's cheering you on, saying, "Let's go, Brandon," and that has become. I would say the most repeated phrase of the year. And having that only happened in October, that's impressive. Yes. Um, yeah, no, it's become mainstream. Yeah. To the point where Joe Biden recently said he agreed with it. Wow, I'm jumping ahead in the notes. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> that's the only reason I added that in there. No. Um, yeah. Speaking of jumping out in front of the... Yeah. Speaking of jumping out in front of things, a report also broke around the same time that contrary to all of the, I think it's safe to call them lies at oh. this point, yeah. uh, that Fauci made in front of Congress and to the American people, that the NIH has never funded gain-of-function research. Never. Senator, never. you're lying. You're lying. Senator, frankly, you have no idea what you are talking about. I am science. I am the science. Um, well, that turned out to be crap. Yeah. Uh, and it, 
has been shown that uh, <laughs> EcoHealth Alliance applied for a grant funding that NORAD went... <laughs> no. So, before we get... The fact... NORAD makes, like, nuclear muffins. Like, they make, like, the scary shit to kill people that's are, that are really hard to kill. So, like, they make some of the most, like, just scary, frightening, advanced, scary, frightening stuff. Yes. And they saw this plan from Echo Health, Eco Health, whatever, Alliance, yeah, to basically create a superbug and then humanize it or put it into humanized cells humanized mice to help speed along both its uh exponential growth in in uh function gain of function and in breaking the barrier between animal and human so that it would spread from human to human and darpa went nope not even close that's too scary Norad's the weather thing, isn't it? Norad definitely would have said no. <laughs> they would have said, what the hell does this have to do with monitoring the sky? Right, yeah. Nor- Nor- Norad's but, Santa tracker. Yeah, they'd be like, what is this? Santa would not approve of this at all. <laughs> but DARPA looked at that and said, absolutely not. Bye. Go talk to the NIH. <laughs> and Fauci was like, yes. 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 Can we kill some puppies? <laughs> God, the latest count on that is awful. And they said, oh, well, actually, we're going to use mice. Well, can you kill them afterwards? Yes, we'll be torturing them, too. Don't worry. Well, they suffer? Yeah, well, we're going to put ears, human ears on them and craft them on, and it's going to hurt them a lot. Oh, good. Then yes. So, does Fauci, to you, because he does to me, he reminds me of an angrier Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Excellent. I yeah. I just if if he tends his fingers in an interview once, I'm gonna die happy. I'm. I can see that. I can see that he strikes me more like Wario. Oh yeah, that's good too. But like Wario trying to go legit, and instead he becomes a psychopath. So like, you do you remember the game <laughs> Doctor Mario? Yeah. Yeah. So he's Doctor Wario. He's Doctor Wario. <laughs> Just take the pills. Just take Look, the pills. I match the colors. Just take the shot. Just take the shot. You need to wear your masks. Wear your mask. You're going to need to wear your masks on all flights domestically, and you probably need to get shots domestically to get on flights. God, I hate that, man. Dr. Wario. Dr. Wario. Speaking of old people that shouldn't be in government, <laughs> Joe Biden. Yes. He went to Rome. Yeah. I don't really know how... I Do we need to finish that story? Uh, so he went to Rome, and he may have actually pooped his pants in front of the Pope. And he thought that the better encore would be to go to Glasgow at the COP26 and fall asleep during... A speech on climate change. Now, for anybody who isn't familiar with COP26, that's where 26 nations from around the world that don't include India and China and Russia, you know, the main polluters. Or Brazil. Or Brazil. um, Get together and they talk about how terrible and awful climate change is and how if we don't do something 
yesterday, the world is going to explode. We're all going to die. Yeah, we're all going to die. Yeah. And then they do nothing except talk about it and then say, we'll see you all again next year. Yeah, and then they all get on their private thousands jets. of private jets and, fly, and, and go back to creating the biggest carbon footprints in their respective countries. Uh, and he fell asleep during that. You know, I, I don't... I don't fault him for that. I don't fault him. We played the video of him falling asleep, and I wanted to fall asleep. Like, can you imagine some just... Uh, and then the numbers... Went, it's like, and I changed out the audio. <laughs> and I put Greta Thunberg in it. Oh, that's right. That would have made me definitely fall asleep. Unless that would have filled the, you with white hot rage. The Swedish death metal version is way better. Way better. Of, of Greta. Yes. Um. Yeah, it, I... Yeah, but he definitely. I think what it was confirmed that he pooped his pants, right? Or it was just. It's not confirmed. It's just, it's, yes, but no. Like the White House isn't saying yeah, Biden pooped right, his right, pants, right. but it has been. Lots of different media reports have stated it over there, and the White House is like, that's not what happened. He spilled something, and we had to get him changed. He spilled poop. He spilled poop right out of his anus. <laughs> right on out of his anus. And you want to know what else fell out of his anus? The infrastructure bill. Wow. Thanks. Um, the infrastructure bill, which got passed shortly after Biden pooped his pants in Rome. The poop with the, the Pope. With the Pope, was, yeah. With the Pope with was the very Pope. surprised by that as yeah, well. It's like, it, what, do you, what else do you got in your ass? It yeah. was not a very papal moment. Uh, it was poople. It was poople. Yeah, it was a poople moment. It was a poople. With the papal. That's Pope. Uh, the infrastructure bill passed with a price tag of $1.2 trillion, which, in all fairness, is a conservative number in today's day and age. Nothing. That's yeah. nothing. Nothing, no. Uh, and it is estimated that the $1.2 trillion will be used to fix roughly four bridges. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of it's going to be lost or spent on thrifty contractors so contractors yeah contractors <laughs> in general contractors going for government yes contracts um, but those bridges are gonna be freaking <laughs> they're gonna work for another three years they're gonna be pasted together so beautifully i mean it also has uh it's also got uh electric vehicle charging stations yes all along the midwest where they will lie fallow and they will eventually and drive up the cost of electric charging stations in places that places that actually need them, right? Because that's how that's how that works. Um, speaking of these segues, are, it's these are, it's hard. Like I was doing it man. month to month. Like this is starting in January and going. Oh through. man! Uh, well, uh, stra- hot off the heels, <laughs> arguably d- a direct consequence of Joe Biden pooping his pants. <laughs> Uh, Glenn Youngkin defeated Terry McAuliffe, which made Joe Biden poop his pants again. Um, <laughs> for different reasons. But for different reasons, and this time not in front of, like, the vicar. <laughs> vicar? Yeah, Joe Biden had to... Uh, or the pontiff. The pontiff. Not the vicar. Not the vicar. The vicar's the... I don't know what the vicar is. Anglican Church. Um, and this probably actually did make Biden poop his pants a little bit because 
if I remember correctly, Biden won Virginia with a 13-point lead. Something like that. And McAuliffe uh, lost by like one and a half to two percent, which means that was a 15-point swing. In New Jersey, you saw a 20-point swing. Uh, The Republican lost in that race, but it was way closer than anybody was expecting it to be. Yeah. Um, and in New Jersey, also, the, the the speaker lost his re-election bid to a guy that spent $500 on his campaign. Um, and that was, like, a huge swing. Yep. This has to be the most terrifying lead-in to 2022 for Democrats uh, that they could have possibly imagined, which could be, potentially... I'm not saying definitely why they are pushing Omicron so hard. Because they know that COVID won them 2020. So they are pushing Omicron. And I don't see the uh, narrative ending any time before the 22 elections. But what's wild is the reason that COVID won them 2020 is because Trump was in charge. I don't real I don't know if Democrats realize that they are setting a stage of saying vote Democrat because this thing whatever it is this thing it could be anything this thing has continued to worsen despite the fact that we said we'd get it under control but good news it's not our fault it's the fault of a bunch of people who are largely unaffected by all of this it's their fault it's their fault it's the fault of the guy who's triple vaccinated and who's triple vaccinated and many but won't get his fourth booster. And he just got his third. He'll get his fourth if he's told. No. Um He said that the other he was like, Yeah. He's like, uh they asked if you they were like, We know you're vaccinated. Uh did you get the booster? He's like, yeah, I got, I, I, of course I got the booster. You know, I need to be protected. I mean, the guy's like 76. Like, I get it. And he's overweight. I get it. If you are of a certain age and you have certain health problems, I have no problem with you getting the vaccine. I don't have a problem with anybody getting yeah, the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. I, no, it makes perfect sense for like an elderly person with, right. like, if I were an elderly person with, you know, multiple comorbidities and overweight, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I would get it. I mean... I was considering getting it before my medical team said, yeah, probably not a good idea. So the scientific libertarian said, what if the Republicans put up a candidate that wasn't complete shit? Oh, wait, what am I saying? And yes. here, here are potentially your Republican nominees or the people who are going to be running for the Republican nominee in 2020. You have Donald Trump, obviously. Yeah. You've got who will lose again, by the way. Like that will he will like I, I if that's the rematch he loses again right I don't I mean, think he does really I don't think he loses uh-huh. I don't think he loses either rematch of the possibilities hmm. okay um so you've got Donald Trump you've got uh, DeSantis who says he's not going to run but so did Matt yeah so did I and he's totally running <laughs> uh, Ted Cruz Nikki Haley. Tom Cotton. Tom Cotton. Uh, uh, Ricky Harrington got 40% against him with, like, no funding. I, Tom Cotton's not going to be president. He's not going to be president, but that doesn't mean he's not going to run. Mm. 
He's running for vice president. Is what he's running. Right, well, yeah, that's fair. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody, but yeah, it's like those five plus one or two others. Gosh. Like those. That's gonna. Those be, are the main ones. Yeah, those yeah. are. That's gonna be your field. Marco Rubio. No, he's not gonna do it. You don't think so? No, he got demolished last time. So did well. Uh, well, I, yeah. Ted Cruz didn't get demolished. Ted, Ted Cruz, Cruz actually did way, way better than a lot of people expected him. Ted to. Cruz made it all the way to the end, yeah. and uh, it was it was close up until those last few states. Um, that's true. And Ted uh, Cruz was ahead at one point. Yeah. Which was wild. Yeah, I thought Ted Cruz was going to win it, and then because I was like, "It's Donald Trump." Like, no, that's yeah. And then it's gonna that, that just happened. Um, but who else am I thinking? Who else am I missing? Oh, um, Abbott, Greg Abbott. Yeah, I guess so. But he he and DeSantis are saying the same thing that. We're not going to run because we want to focus on our second term. No one can say I'm running against, I'm running right now because that means they're running against Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And you want Trump to be on your good side. And also, they're both in re election bids. So you can't say, well, yeah, I'm going to go run for president two years after I get elected. I thought DeSantis isn't up until, oh no, 22. 22. Wow, because it was 2018. Wow. Yeah. So DeSantis is about to, I think, sail the victory. I, I think too. I think DeSantis is about to do one of those things where Democrats and corporate media are going to pretend it's a really close race, guys. We can totally win this thing. You just have to give us hundreds of millions of dollars. And they're going to spend a ridiculous amount of money. And DeSantis is going to win in a route because what he's doing, especially when it comes to COVID, is wildly popular in Florida. Yeah, especially... Because as it appears at this moment, yeah. the person he will be running against is a former governor of Florida as a Republican, ran as an independent for the Senate and yep. lost to Rubio, yep. ran as a Democrat for governor and lost to... Andrew Gillum? No. Andrew Gillum. <laughs> uh... The guy that, that, that ran against uh, um, DeSantis. Yeah, no, uh, he lost to Rick Scott. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost to Rick Scott. Lost to Rick Scott. He became, he's currently my congressman. Uh, currently my congressman, and now he is planning on going back in and running for governor. Charlie Kirk. DeSantis will clean the floor with Charlie Kirk. Chris. Chris? Chris. Chris. Charlie Chris. Charlie Chris. Charlie Kirk is the turning point USA. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Charlie Chris. Charlie Chris. Yeah, no, he will destroy Charlie Chris. And then I think if Trump continues to just become less and less relevant, I think DeSantis jumps in. I do too. But I don't think DeSantis. No one wants to run against Trump. No one wants to run against Trump. Even if they beat him. He'll just bludgeon them along the way. The, and that's the issue that the Republicans are going to have going into 2024. If Trump runs, which all evidence points to the fact that, yes, he's going to. Yep. If Trump runs and he loses in the primary, all of the MAGA-hatted, wearing Trumpolites are going to not vote in the general. And the GOP knows this, as does Rick, uh, Rick DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, and any other Republican considering it. Yeah. 
they absolutely know this. Yeah. So yeah. they are not going to run if Trump is running. Yeah. Unless he has so bludgeoned himself along the way that it's like politically feasible to do so. Right now it's not. But if he keeps doing the stuff he's been doing, it might actually be like I, I could actually see that happening. I could see that happening. Yeah, I, I could I could actually see that happening. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's what happened there. Uh, speaking of things becoming terrible, multiple airlines had massive shutdowns because of weather. And now by weather, I mean something that only happened to be affecting the airlines that were pushing the vaccine mandates and getting pushbacks from their employees. But it wasn't because of that, you guys. It was totally because of the weather. But yeah, it, it only affected one airline per week. Unlike the current shutdowns that have been happening more recently that are happening in regions where they're having weather issues. But guys, that's not because of the weather. That's because of COVID. And it's why we have to implement vaccine mandates for domestic travel. So because of inflation that has been ravaging the country since Trump, yes. um, <laughs> the gas prices have been sailing out of control uh, across the country with Gas prices reaching in some places four bucks or more per gallon. Yes. So the Biden administration wanted to counteract this uh, and released 50 million barrels of oil from the reserve. And when asked about how many barrels the U.S. goes through in the day, the Secretary of Energy, Jennifer Granholm, could not answer that question. Which is really reassuring to know that the Secretary of the Federal Department of Energy doesn't know how much energy is being used daily. And just so everybody knows, 20.5 million. So Biden gave us two and a half days worth of oil. But wait, it's worse than that. Because there's two kinds of oil. There's sweet crude and sour crude. Yeah. Uh, everything that we have in our reserves is sour crude. All of the refineries are set up to refine sweet crude. Sweet crude. So we um, released a bunch of oil that we ended up having to ship over to China and India and up to Canada in order to get it refined into gas to have it shipped back, which costs... Well, you've noticed the gas prices. Yeah. So that was a great idea. Yeah. And also, hey, what's a what a great idea to be getting a bunch of oil uh, in reserves that we can't really use. That's smart. Um, in all fair, like I don't blame them on that. They've been collecting that oil for a long time, and the different refining process came along. And yes. They had the oil in the reserves, and then they just released it, and it was just like, oh crap. Yeah. But it was a poorly thought out plan mm. um and it also didn't work it didn't work and i remember saying this isn't gonna work it isn't gonna work to, to joe biden's social media and i had a bunch of people saying well you're just saying that because you're a republican trump supporter <laughs> by the way anyone who follows me on facebook or on twitter and i and sees my responses to like democrats or to republicans and then you see a bunch of people replying to me accusing me of being in the other party because i don't support that party 
just know that this is a signal that you don't have to regard their opinion about anything ever because they responded to me without taking the five to 10 seconds it would have taken to click on my profile and see right there who I was and therefore what party I'm a part of because it says right there 2020 libertarian vice presidential candidate which means that that's if they didn't take the five to 10 seconds to figure out what the hell they were talking about before replying to me, that means that's what they do on everything. They don't take the five to 10 seconds to get a concept of what the hell they're talking about. So that means you don't have to really care what they say about anything. Because they don't have an actual formed opinion that's based on any fact. Now, not to be outdone by the oil reservists. I just learned this and I put it in because it's so fucking funny. Uh, not to be outdone by the oil reservists. Mm-hmm. The Quebec, 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 however you want to say it, maple syrup producers released 50 million gallons of syrup the same week to help with the syrup shortage in the world. Is that true? Yes. So wait, how much syrup are we using? I don't know. I didn't know that they had a backlog of syrup. They have reserves of syrup, which is more than 15 million gallons. There's a, there's a, okay, so here's a Canadian joke. (laughs) Canada has a, has a strategic reserve of tens of millions of gallons of maple syrup. And they have an organization, the Quebec Maple Syrup Producers. That hoards it. <laughs> it's, how long does syrup last? I don't know. I have no idea. This is like, hey, you want some old syrup? Eh? That's my Quebec accent. Um, so speaking of uh, elderly... Speaking, speaking of... Ga- oh, no, I can't speaking say that. Speaking of uh, a sticky situation... Ooh. Ooh. Huh? Hey. Chris Cuomo. <laughs> he got fired from CNN after he threatened to throw him down the fucking stairs. <laughs> no, actually, he got fired from CNN after he was me too'd by a former producer, Matt. That's true. Uh, when asked about it, he said, I'm Italian. That's the excuse for it. I'm Italian. <laughs> I'm Italian. Uh, hey, did you threaten to kill that guy for calling you Frito? Well, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm Italian. Italian. <laughs> Fredo is an insult. It's just like the N-word. No? Nope. Because definitely. we're saying one of those words. Yes. The other one we're only referring to is its first letter. Um, because Fredo is a name. Yes. Uh, yeah, so Chris Cuomo originally got released for a little bit, and then he ended up getting fired. Uh, presumably over being me too. Mm-hmm. It later came out that during his brother's much more impressive me too moment. Um, impressive is probably not the right word there, yes. but we're going to go impactful. with impactful. Impactful. There you go. The much more impactful me too moment from his brother. Uh, he was texting him information while reporting on the investigation at CNN. Yes. Oh, and he was offering to give information so they could dox people. Yes. That's right. I forgot about that part. Yeah. Now, if you think that's the craziest thing outside of Jeff Tubin, Yes. 
possibly to take the heat off of Cuomo. Yep. One of his lead producers was fired from CNN for soliciting sex from children through their parents. Women he was dating. Did you not know that? I knew about the sex with children thing. I didn't know it was for yeah, women he the, was dating. He was going out and he was dating single moms who had daughters. And he was trying to get them to let him have sex with his... With their daughters. With their, yeah. yeah, with their daughters. And um, some of the text messages were quite graphic and disgusting um, for a man to be saying about a 12-year-old girl or a 14-year-old girl, or a 10-year-old girl, or anything that's really, not, you know, yeah. really. Um, and then, because CNN would not be the dumpster fire that it is, yeah. <laughs> one of Jake Tapper's producers had the same fate for the exact same reason. Proving that it's just an isolated incident that, you know, wasn't reflective of some greater cultural problem with CNN. And oddly enough, Brian Stelter has not covered any of this. Uh, shocked. Shocked. Brian Stelter was actually the blue check mark I was... I was, <laughs> was it really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that I talked about earlier. Yeah. He is a real piece of work. He's something. Uh, so, that brings us up to... Thanksgiving, I believe. So, Biden, oh, yeah. utilizing his history of plagiarizing, <laughs> because he did that in the 1988 oh, yeah. uh, presidential yeah. run. Just straight up stole speeches from people. Straight up stole speeches, and then he stole the apology. And he oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then he cheated his way through law school, plagiarizing things, because they didn't have, I forget the name of that website. Yep, they didn't have a way to track it like that. Yep. Um, and banned travel from Africa and he ended up uh, stealing from Trump's playbook and banned travel from Africa and any country with brown people because of Omicron. Yes. It, despite the fact that it was already confirmed at that point to be in Germany, Italy, Israel, uh, Canada, I believe, and several other Northern and Western hemisphere countries, white countries. Um, and basically picking South uh, Africa and some surrounding countries uh, out because it was South Africa that first reported the new variant, which had already spread everywhere. Yep. In other words, hey, if you find a new variant, shut up. Because <laughs> you're going to be banned from travel. In unrelated news... No variants have ever been discovered since. Yep. <laughs> um, then, after he banned travel yes. from brown countries, yeah. uh, he went on national TV <laughs> yes. and oh told God. everyone if they were vaccinated, they had nothing to fear. You could go to school, you can go to work, everything's going to be just fine. <laughs> If you aren't vaccinated, a plague of biblical proportions would be knocking at your doors. So paint a red stripe above your doorway if you were vaccinated. So the angel of death knew to skip your house. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a winter of severe illness and death. 
May it will come to you and the hospitals you will soon overwhelm. In unrelated news, hospitals across the country are currently being filled with fully vaccinated people who got Omicron and have no symptoms because they've been turned into a bunch of hypochondriacs. And they have been so scared and horrified of this disease, which again is indistinguishable from the colder flu for the vast majority of people. Actually, it's indistinguishable for the vast majority of people from either the cold, the flu, or nothing. Nothing. Not a thing. Like being perfectly healthy. There's a good chance that both of us have it right now. Without getting tested, we wouldn't know. Yep. I get tested on a regular basis, which is how I know that I probably have never gotten it. Otherwise, there'd be no way of knowing. Because for as many as a a third to maybe even a half, but definitely around somewhere between a quarter and a third of people who get COVID, it is indistinguishable from being perfectly healthy. We should definitely panic over that. So in a way, (laughs) Joe Biden was wishing, I wish there had been another paragraph that said, for the vaccinated, you're going to have an inter, a winter of severe paranoia. Oh, that's, that would have been good. And crowding hospitals so that people who are actually sick can't get help because you refuse to leave the ER until you get treatment, even though nothing's wrong with you. And they tell you, go home and quarantine. And you go, no, I need IV fluids. And they say, sir, you are retaining fluids. You have too much salt in your diet. And you go, oh, stop fat shaming me. Yes. (laughs) You know that conversation happens every day. Every day. Every day. Every single day. You are, (laughs) I know that that conversation. That's an actual conversation. I'm dying of COVID. Help, please. No, sir, everything is fine. Did you assume my gender? (laughs) And meanwhile, actually... It's a guy, but he's just mad that they didn't ask what his pronouns were first. And the fact that they said he needed to lose weight. Well, that pissed him. Well, them. Well, him. Him. He's a man. Yes. You know who else is a man? Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin. <laughs> Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin. Manchin. He's got a... Chin for like a man. Uh, Joe Manchin killed the Build Back Better bill to, that's hard to say that fast, Build Back Better bill, to shock, to the shock, the utter disbelief of the Biden administration, Chuck Schumer, CNN, and literally nobody else. He said he'd do it. Yeah, he'd been saying since May he wasn't going to vote for it. And they're like, oh, he said privately he wouldn't. But he said publicly he would. Right. So, now, this does not mean that Build Back Better is dead. No. As we reported last week. Yes. It has an unlikely savior. Do you know who that savior is, Spike? Who the unlikely savior is? Yes. No. Mitt Romney. Sounds right. Yep. Mitt Romney has a bill that has been on the floor of the Senate for quite some time, which would essentially take the child tax credit that is in Build Back Better 
and it's just a, it's its own bill. Like uh, I can't remember what the name of the bill is off the top of my head because I didn't put this in the notes after I read it. Mm-hmm. But if they vote that in, they can remove it from Build Back Better, and Joe Manchin doesn't have a problem with it. So Mitt Romney might be the reason that Build Back Better gets passed. That's why it's so important to vote Republicans so those big government <laughs> Democrats can't get in. The man was the re- was the GOP presidential nominee nine years ago. I remember when he got in, and I'm like, oh, okay, so the only way we can stop Obamacare is with the guy who introduced the model for Obamacare. Those debates were painful. Joe, uh, uh, Barack Obama, Mitt Romney's, you know, ripping to shred some aspect of, of Obamacare. And Obama would say, well, but we copy that from Romney care. Now, if any, uh, literally any other human being on earth had run against Barack Obama, he would have had to actually defend Obamacare, which at that point was wildly unpopular. Yep. Instead of the 7.6, well, I guess... Of the hundred or million, hundred million or so eligible people to run for president, still a large number. They picked the one guy who Barack Obama could deflect all criticism by saying, "That was your plan." Genius. Speaking of genius, Joe Biden <laughs> said something I agree with. Uh, in a. Uh, well, yeah, you, you go ahead. During the annual NORAD tracking mm-hmm. of Santa Claus, showing you just, I mean, the government's just going to lie to you. Um, during... Long after your parents admit that Santa's not real, the, the government... government will not give up the ghost. Yeah, they're not going to give that up. Um, during the annual NORAD tracking of Santa Claus, Joe Biden was taking live calls, to which... One of them was a gentleman who was calling for his 11-year-old son, Hunter. Yes. Or no, he had another son named Hunter, but he I can't remember the son's name. And when the call came to an end, he said, and Joe Biden said, is there anything else? And he goes, let's go, Brandon, and Merry Christmas. To which you think that they would have hung up. But instead, Joe said, Yes. I agree. I agree. Let's Let's go, go, Brandon. Brandon. Basically, the president of these United States just told the world, fuck Joe Biden. And I agree with Joe Biden. I agree with Joe Biden. (laughs) Frankly. (laughs) I loved his wife's Dr. Biden. I love the good doctor's reaction to that. She, the look on her face was much like the look that I was giving you during Uncle Hector, but nobody could see it. Yep. It's the look that many wives give their husbands as they suffer from Alzheimer's. This woman has the absolute nerve and audacity to give interviews where she says, there's nothing wrong with my husband. He just has a stutter. Now, I've never stuttered myself, 
I've never stuttered my way. I mean, I, I occasionally could slip up on a word. I'm not sure I call myself a stutterer. But I certainly have never stuttered to the extent of saying, yes, go fuck myself. <laughs> Be tough to stutter your way that's into. A, that's a tough stutter. That's a tough stutter. I mean, oh, actually, I meant to say penguin. <laughs> but it came out, I agree. Let's go. Fuck me. Fuck me. I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm awful. <clears throat> I am awful. Yes. Speaking of awful. This is like a little seedlet, uh, a, a, a future sprout for 2022. Because if This is going to be the 2022 story. You know what? I'm actually, I hope it is. I hope it is. I hope it is. It, that will make 2022 so much better yes. than any year I remember. Yeah. Um, NASA hired a couple dozen theologians. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I was it's theologians, but is it? Yeah. yeah. Theologians. Theologians. Theologians to find out how humans would react should they ever meet aliens. Which means that's it liter- it means nothing. It means nothing. It means they needed something to put in the news. Well, yes. It also means they have more money to spend than they know what to do with. Because they literally hired pastors to tell them what people would do. I know when I'm a scientific organization that's, you know, heavily based on metrics, you know. I mean, space travel is basically math wrapped in alloy and metal powered by flames yeah i know if i were trying to to uh figure out you know something a societal response to aliens i would hire td jakes and joel augustine Tell me more about it. Yeah. What Ken Copeland. Ken Kenneth Copeland. Little little KC. Little KC. Little KC would come in and say, Woo! woo. Get out of my rectum. Die in my die inside my colon. That's it. Die in my colon. I so I will say, I hope this is true. Because a species that is advanced enough to leave a planet that we haven't discovered yet and come here and travel here and make contact with us is probably like an advanced planet, advanced civilization that would be able to provide us with cures to illnesses and, you know, all these other great things. And the people are like, oh, no, they're going to come and they're going to kill us all. And take our resources, and or they're going to enslave us. They don't need human slavery. Like, if they're that advanced, they've got robotics on a completely different level. They don't need to enslave us. And if they really Might wanted to batteries. kill... What's that? Might need batteries. Like yeah. the Matrix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and if they wanted to kill us to take our planet, they'd kill us without us ever even knowing. They're not going to... This isn't going to be like uh the independence day movie where they come in and fight they're, they're gonna do like some release some terrible uh you know some kind of terrible virus that kills us all or they're gonna you know 
uh, have uh, put microbots that murder us all, and we don't even know what's happening. Like it, it's they're they're not going to come and fight, and a scrappy group of Earthlings are going to band together to push them away. Like that's not that's not real, and I don't think that they would do that. Um, so I think it would be good. I hope that this is like they've already started to make first contact, and now we're you know they're trying to figure out how to like prepare the public. Because I, I do think we'd live better lives. Or we'd die immediately. But I, I think, I, either way, either way, I'll take it. Right. And that brings us to today. In which, admittedly, we got this wrong. Yeah. We, we were straight this, up wrong. We were wrong. We were wrong. We were wrong. Because today, Jelaine Maxwell was found guilty on five of six counts, including uh, trafficking of a minor. Yep. We were wrong. wrong. I think we said it was possible. We never said, like, there's no way she'll be convicted, but we felt like the fix was in. Yeah. She got convicted. She faces many years in jail now. Uh, Now, I will say this. The Black Book... Has not been released to the public. Mm -mm. There are all sorts of names in there. We know of a few of them. And uh, real justice would be releasing that black book. And especially since it's no longer part of an active investigation that we know of. And, uh, And just leaving it out there for everyone to see who the pedophile scumbags are. Who are cool with sex trafficking. Not named Alec Baldwin. Not named Alec Baldwin. Right, because we know he's in the book. Well, yes, but... That man had a bad year. Alec Baldwin had a terrible year. Yes. You kill someone, everyone finds out you're a pedophile. What's the trifecta? Like, what is the third thing that... Oh, jeez. You're Woody Allen? I don't... I don't know. I don't know how you... Top that. But the third thing is, yeah, I, I know, yeah. We get diagnosed with a terrible illness or something. Um, yeah. In all honesty, that might be an uptick because people will forgive him. It's like, oh, well, he has cancer now. I'm not going right. to be mad at him for being a you know, murdering child trafficker. Um, now, you'll, you'll notice something in all of this that Kamala Harris didn't really make any news in 2021, man. That's true. She didn't. Outside of us talking about her poll numbers. Which isn't really news. That already happened. Right. <laughs> and outside of us talking about Tulsi Gabbard uh, monkey stomping her in the debates. Which, again, already happened. Already happened. And in saying that she'll never be president. But that's not really news because we already knew that. Right. So we literally broke no news about Kamala Harris in 2021. Yeah, that's true. And that's because nobody has any idea what she did outside of telling Charlemagne the God that Joe Biden is president. And then telling him he was acting like a Republican. Yes. Charlemagne the God telling him he was acting like a Republican. Yeah. Because he asked if Joe Manchin or Joe Biden was president Mm. as a joke. Yes. And then the beauty of that is... That's not the worst thing that this administration has said to Charlemagne the God. Because <laughs> Joe Biden told him he wasn't black. He didn't tell him he wasn't. Well, he, was, he threatened his blackness. Yeah, he threatened. If you don't vote his... for me, 
you ain't, ain't black. You ain't black. If you don't know if you're going to vote for me or Trump, you ain't black. The fact that the corporate media can hear a, a candidate for president say that tell a white man candidate for president in this era especially tell a black man unless you vote for me you're not a black person and the fact that that just got so casually well what he was saying was like no it literally he's telling him that the litmus for your ethnicity and skin tone is whether or not you vote for me oh also i'm the guy who put all those black people in jail Incredible. Incredible. Now, many of you made, I saw a couple of people saying things in the comments about uh, Rittenhouse. Uh, also, we didn't cover Derek Chauvin in this. Um, and we didn't cover a couple other major. Oh, Andrew Coffey the fourth, uh, Amud Arbery. I mean, there is a thousand. Yeah, we didn't billion. cover those because we hit those really hard throughout the year. Um, many of the things that are in here outside of the COVID stuff, which everybody's been hitting hard this year right um outside of that uh these were things we touched on briefly but it wasn't something that we talked about ad nauseum so we i left those things out because these those were things you were going to remember like those are the things that yeah. 2021 are going to be remembered for you're going to remember a mood arbory you're going to remember kyle rittenhouse you're going to remember uh derek chauvin getting uh found guilty um, you're going to remember all of that. Uh, you're going to forget about the little stuff that was that we kind of went over. Some of it was big stuff, but uh, it was very important stuff in order to tell some of the little stuff. Yes. Um, all in all, if 2021 was trying to top 2020, it did it, but not by much. It's like it cleared the... It, 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 it cleared... Thing that people jump over hurdle thank you it cleared the hurdle but it tipped it on the way over yeah the toe just kind of tipped it yeah, yeah didn't knock it over just tipped it yeah. and here is you know here's the 2022 but what really matters about 2021 mm -hmm. truly and honestly it doesn't matter about any of what we talked about today um that we just spent two and a half hours on. none of this matters none of it matters what matters for 2021 is what, how you guys felt about your lives after the year you just had. Yeah. 2020, for many people, was one of the worst years ever. Ever. But for me, 2020 was like the greatest year ever. Um, a lot of really great things happened for me in 2020. Uh, and, and 2021, it has continued. A lot of it has to do with you people watching us, listening yep. to yep. us. Big, big um, part of it. Big part of it. Uh, a lot of it has to do with my beautiful now fiance. Yes. And all of the wonderful things that she continues to do and uh, all the dreams that she aspires for and all the things that she supports me with. Um, and having the wonderful family that I have that backs me up in all of my idiot ideas. Like this. This. Um, and having a group of friends... Like the man sitting next to me, oh, oh. Uh, my brother, my best friend, the man that I am proud to call my hetero life mate, even though our significant others hated that, hate it. They hate it so much. But I'm which makes me want to say it. It more. makes yeah, it just makes yeah. 
makes me want to figure out a way to make that relationship on Facebook. Um, <laughs> married, also so, hetero life hetero mate. life mate of <laughs> Spike Co. Matt Ryan. Um, <laughs> but because of the people that you surround yourself with and the things that you are accomplishing in your personal life, that is what makes the year. We can tell you all the bad crap that happens in a year, and yeah. it really doesn't make that big of a difference in your world. Uh, what matters is how you are living your life, and if you are living up to your potential and your dreams. Yeah. Um, so, here, <laughs> what's this stuff? I'm here for complaints against the state. Fuck the state. We hate the state. But we are here for individual personal responsibility. Yes. So, make sure that you are living the life that you want to be living. Um, and continue doing it because I know that right now I'm really close to living the life that I want to be living with just a few more subscribers. I could be. And folks, if you want to help Matt Wright live the life that he wishes to live, all you have to do nope. is go, go to, to anchor.fm slash muddiedwaters slash subscribe and become a member of the become a member of Muddy Waters Media subscriber today by going to uh, anchor.fm slash muddywaters slash subscribe and for the low low price of only 10 it's actually $9.99 less than $10 only $9.99 a month an entire penny less than $10 uh, you get exclusive access to Muddy Waters subscriber only content you get uh, ad-free access to our podcast, uh, which is this, and but without ads. And in addition to that, you get to join the no, no muddied Zoom, which I've is never a, had that one. a Zoom call uh, every uh, every month. Uh, we do a Zoom call with uh, me and Matt and Jason and all the other Muddied Waters team members. And all of these subscribers to Muddy Waters Media. So if you want to be a part of that uh, and get all that sweet, sweet content and know that you're helping us continue to grow the Muddied Empire and help Matt finally reach the life that he wants to live, you too can do that. Anchor.fm slash Muddy Waters slash subscribe. And Thomas, uh, Thomas uh, Paul Wade, I saw what you said that your, your goal was for 2022. Don't make that your goal. Um, don't make that your goal because if you falter at any point, you're going to feel like you broke it. Instead, make your goal to live healthier. Yes. Make your goal to live healthier because you're going to fluctuate. You're going to fluctuate. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. And yep. you don't want to be defeated early. So make your goal to, I'm going to work out you know, more often. Or I'm going to eat healthier. Yep. Or I'm going to go out in the sunshine more often. Or other thing other activities that are healthy for you as a person um don't make that your goal because that's not that's not a good goal i've i had that goal in the past and i faltered on it pretty quickly because beer has a lot of calories so tell us in the comments what is your new year's resolution for this year yes and while they're telling us what is do you have a new year's resolution no, I stopped doing resolutions because yeah. um, each year I used to do resolutions and it's like this year I'm going to lose weight or this year I'm going to yep. uh, be better about or I'm going to quit smoking or I'm going to quit whatever. And yeah, yeah. It, 
because of the way that I was framing it mentally, it never worked out for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, so instead, each year, I say that I am going to eat either less or more pineapple. And it depends on how much pineapple I had the year before. So this year, I'm going to eat more pineapple than I did last year because I didn't have much. Okay. Um, but I will also be attempting to get a little bit healthier. Um, I don't want to leave Sarah early in our relationship for any reason. So I want to be as healthy as possible. And so I'm going to attempt to live a slightly healthier lifestyle, even if that means... Eating more pineapple. Eating more pineapple. So I, too... Uh, resolve myself to eat more pineapple. No, I, I, yeah, I don't do the resolution thing per se because it, it's you set yourself up for failure and right. and then it becomes this weird like yearly ritual where you say you're going to do something that you do for the first month and it's stupid. Um, I, uh, I didn't see it. South Jersey Libertarian. Oh yeah. Uh, so at any rate. Uh, I'm going to, so I don't have a resolution, uh, but I do have uh, a pretty exciting announcement that's going to be happening next month. So stay tuned to that. But the bottom line. Is the same one from the summer? Well, stay tuned and you'll find out. (laughs) And uh, I. Six uh, months late. Yeah, only six months late. Um, but we're going to be doing, uh, activism for the Liberty movement on a level that's never happened before. So, you know, if you liked, if you enjoyed what I've been doing, going around the country, helping grow the movement in the last year and what we've been doing at Muddy Waters, growing the movement online over the last year and, and in person in some events as well, uh, we're taking that to a completely different level and, uh, you're going to have a really exciting opportunity to be a part of it. So with that said, Stay tuned because we're about to have fun with that. Um, yeah, that's my. Uh, I'm I'm actually at the life I want to live. So I I, 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 I want I am close. I no, I know you are. I am and, so close. Yeah, you are. You are right in, and I'm pretty. I mean, like I'm happy. I have an incredible family. I have an incredible uh, wife. I have an incredible hetero life partner right. here, right here. Hetero life partner here, and uh, I've got you know. We've got Money Waters. I've got, you know, the, uh, a really uh, growing and vibrant movement and, and community that I'm a part of. Um, I guess, no, I haven't moved to Florida yet. So, and I'm not sure I want to make moving to Florida part of my resolution because I'm not sure if it's going to happen this coming year. There's but, a chance my next door neighbor, neighbor is leaving. Well, there you go. <laughs> That would be awesome. Well, folks, we'll see you next week. I hear Sarah crying. We're me and my next door neighbor (laughs) and hetero life mate. Oh, I think our spouses would leave us. But, um, but yeah, I mean, so other than that, no, I'm, I'm thrilled, but no, we're going to have a great year. Uh, and it's just getting started and we are just happy to have you as part of this as always. Whenever we do these, we always end with these sappy things, Yes. but it's because it's true. We love you. We love being love having you be a part of this we love you whether you're a subscriber or not even though we do love our subscribers just slightly more um let's tear what was wrong with my hug oh of me hugging her yeah she yeah Meg was like yeah. freaked out when she I was like her. oh my god he's about to hug me uh i'm a hugger you are a hugger i'm a hugger so you know but we are he's italian hey i'm not a hugger i'm an i'm a jew i'm an italian I'm an, I'm an, I'm an, I'm an, I'm an, 
German Italian. But you know, we we're just so happy to have you as a part of this. And uh, next year, we're just gonna take this to. A Sorry. <laughs> Can't wait. To, so I resolved to never have that happen again. Yeah, I don't ever want that to happen again. Whatever that was. We're not doing that again. <laughs> we are not doing that again. So, uh, no, we're, we're just thrilled to have you as a part of this. Yeah. We love you, and we can't wait to start 2022 with you. Absolutely. And 2022, there's some great stuff on the horizon for Muddied Waters as well as for You Are the Power. That's been announced, right? Yeah. Yeah. As well as Spike's thing. Um, <laughs> not his thing, but his... Well. Well. Yeah. Um, I don't know what your plans are this weekend. Uh, <laughs> but... It is the new year. Yeah, you found a T-Rex somewhere. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot of great things that are going to be happening uh, with Muddied Waters, with Spike's thing, uh, as well as Liberty as a whole. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a big, big year for Liberty. Yeah. Uh, I don't want anybody to mistake what I'm saying, as in we're going to win multiple seats in the uh, House or the Senate. Uh, but locally, we are going to do very, very well. Yeah. And it's going to be huge. Yes. All setting the stage for Joe Jorgensen to run again in 2024. Where no interviews will be given before 2 p.m. Or after 5. Or after 5. And they can't be shorter than 10 or longer than 15 or whatever. Stupid nonsense. And then she's going to take October off. Right. To go back to work. Two days a week. But then not do anything the other five days. Right. <laughs> no, no, I'm busy making my lesson plan. Making my lesson plan that probably hasn't changed in many years. Also, I've got the guy tied up in the basement. Um, and he had, That was the good part. That was the good part. I mean, it sucked for him because he didn't read the contract and he didn't know that the but password was... But he did was, sign it. He did sign it. He didn't know that the password was one giant switzerland yeah well and it's hard to say that with a ball game it's true <laughs> but thank you all so much <laughs> for um, being a part of this yes we uh don't have any more shows this year no uh so we will be returning next year i'm pretty certain jason lyon has a show next monday yeah uh, but we will be back on our normal time day yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll On be our back. normal date and time, January fourth, eight ish, eight, same muddy place, same ish muddy time. Yes. Uh, right here, wherever you are watching it. Um, thank you all so much for spending twenty twenty one with us. Uh, we look forward to having you spend twenty twenty two with us, yes. and uh, we hope that you all stay very safe. Now, Matt, if someone were to try to find us on the internet, is that even possible? It and is. So how are we going to do this? <laughs> we have one mic. Well, two podcasters, one mic. Yep. That was pitched as the name for this show. All they have to do. <laughs> all you have to do. Is go to. Is If you are one of those people who enjoy people. Please don't do this. The sweet, sultry sounds of our voice. All you have to do is head on over to <laughs> Anchor. Yes. Anchor. Slash Muddied Waters. Oh, yeah. You can listen to the 
us messages. Yes. That we will play. Oh, talk to us. Leave us messages. On the we want to play the waters of freedom. Yes. Benjamin Harris, I see you. Benjamin Harris. I see you, Benjamin Harris. Benjamin Harris. Is that Zoom call? Muddiedwatersmedia.com. Subscriber only discount. What's the code? <laughs> That's like when I was on David Fights podcast and he was like, What's your Twitter? And I was like, It's muddied H2O Matt. And he goes, Oh, is the H2O because you were a swimmer? It's for muddied waters. And he just looked at me blankly for a minute. But what would the money part be? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Well, folks, thanks so much for tuning into this year-ender episode. We have to now go and apologize to Sarah. Yes. Um, but we do love you. Uh, we're so happy to have you as part of this. We can't wait to see you next week. Have an amazing new year, whatever, however you celebrate, whatever you're doing. Enjoy yourselves. If this year didn't go the way that you wanted, every day is a new day. Every hour is a new hour. Do not be hard on yourselves. We're going to have as good of a year as we possibly can. We can't wait to see you again. We love you very much. Have a happy new year. And where we're going... Tony Mack, and it's in the private Facebook group for subscribers, so you can find it there. We don't need roads.